Welcome to the Ignite Your Spark podcast. We're here to talk all things self-development, personal growth and everything in between. Our aim for this podcast is that you feel like you found your people, a like-minded community that just gets it. So whether you're cosy on the sofa or taking your daily stroll, let's get into it. So welcome back to the Ignite Your Spark podcast. So this episode we're going to be talking about money mindset and money blocks and I I'm obsessed with this topic at the moment because I just feel like it's so big in our world. And yeah, Lisa, I wanted to kind of introduce you to it and be like, what has been your money blocks, would you say? Or like, where did that journey start for you? So my relationship with money is a very good one, has always been a very good one. Like, don't get me wrong, when I was a child, I had conversations yeah. <laughs> and then things like that. But like I, I came from a like a household where money wasn't really a problem like there was a couple of times but it wasn't something that was always on my mind which is interesting because I've always been a saver like always been a saver even though I've never been in a position where I, there was lack around money maybe a couple of times but nothing like actually that serious but I've always like my earliest memory with money is being about seven years old going to Abbey National with my savers book <laughs> and building <laughs> my savings and I remember like there was this there's such a specific memory there was this bag that I really really always been obsessed with bags um that I really really wanted and it was like 30 pounds but I only had 100 pounds in my savings I was like I can't do it and I remember my mum being like why are you saving <laughs> and I'm a child I'm a child and still at that point then I don't know where it came from I don't know where that saving mentality started but I was always just like I love money I love money. I want all the money. Yeah. And money loves me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I started to learn more about the, it is a relationship with money. It's not just something that we have. It, then, yeah, things started to like really catapult from there because it. I had a beautiful relationship, but also I could like build on that to be that it is that give and take. Mm-hmm. Like something that we're both very aware of with money is um like donations and things like that and doing good whether that's through actions but also money is an element that you can include in that and also I think that like sometimes we look at our financial situation and there is a bit of a lack out like outlook with it that we can think that oh I can't donate this month because x y and z well then you can like for example I used to work like volunteer in a charity shop because at that time I didn't have anything else that I could give so I gave my time like it's different ways that you can that have like that karmic yeah relay so that it's in a good place what was yours like when you were younger oh mine wasn't great um and that's again I think being like I think I was two when my dad left my mum so my mum bless her she had she didn't have a lot of money she was left with quite a bit of debt and she had like a full-time job and then she worked in the bar as well so I was brought up by my grandparents like my mum was around of course don't get me wrong mm-hmm. she was trying to do the best that she could with the resources that she had available to her but I think growing up, I I never, I had a beautiful childhood. Mm-hmm. I literally got everything I wanted. And this is a funny thing, like I never went without, but my relationship with money is, I'm not saying it's been poor because I've, I've everything that I've done, I've always done myself and I've saved and I've worked hard. This is yeah. another thing, working hard, what does that yeah. mean? Um, but I had this belief that I'm never gonna have enough. It's gonna run out. You've got to mm. save. If you want anything in life, you've got to save for it first you know, credit cards are bad and all of these things. So from growing up, I I think at 16, I've always had, well, no, even younger, I always had a job. I yes. remember doing like better wear or I did Avon or I-, I Did always, you? Yeah, <laughs> oh I always God. did something because I looked at, I think looking at my mum and how yeah. she struggled. Mm. She really struggled. And I remember thinking, 
I don't want my life to be like that. And she did an amazing job, don't get me wrong. But I thought, I've always had this belief where life can't be like that because there's other people out there that are yeah. living a different life. And it's not having this lack, this money mindset of lack. I spent years believing that I'm never gonna earn a decent salary. Mm -hmm. I believe that I would never own my own house. And guess what? It never happened yeah. because it was my belief system. Yeah. So I think being around that environment younger and seeing my mum and having all of these jobs and then my stepdad came into my life and again he was in and out of jobs quite a lot um as like he got older and it was like this fear of money's gonna run out yeah and I think that's where my beliefs came from so when I that's why I always had a full-time job then I had a bar job on the side like I always had mm -hmm. two jobs always yeah. and I still do to this day yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably three yeah um but again, it's about that building that relationship with your money. Now, knowing what I know now and the work I've been doing over the last two to three years with it has changed significantly because it's the energy that you bring to it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think so many times in our life that we are from that place of like lack and desperation of, mm -hmm. yeah, I want to go on holiday with my friends so I need to pick up extra shifts, do overtime to make it happen and all of that stuff. And it's like, this is quite like a, broad woo-woo thing but what value is money if you're wasting away your time like <laughs> but like it's such a big thing because like I'm gosh how old I'm 28 what's that 27 28 I'm late 20s and I've been in a grind phase of my life I had I've had so much fun I've had so much fun ever since I left education I've been here and every travel festivals everything I've had the best time but then it got to that point which coincided with COVID that it was like, right, I'm doubling down. I'm giving everything to make my future life easier. But if I put in the hard work now, then that will reap with the rewards later. And I've been in that for a while, probably like three years at this point. And then it got to the point the other day even, and it was just like, this is great. I love what I do, which obviously helps a lot because when you love what you do and you can show up for it every day, it's a lot easier. But when was the last time that I was like truly present and doing things that just like, I think especially in relationships, mm. it's like, I need to, money's great. Money facilitates all of these things, but time is just so, so much more valuable. Yeah. And I think that that's a big turning point as well. Like I think that's with youth as well, that you just like money, 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 everything comes from money. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like money will come. It yeah. will come, but time is like rushing away from you in the current moment. So make the most of it while you can. That's a really good point. And I remember being, how old? I think I was 16. I left I left school with no GCSEs, literally <laughs> three, but they were terrible grades. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, got a job straight away. And I always remember my stepdad taking me to like a, an agency and he was like, right, if you're not going to college, because I quit college after three weeks, it just wasn't yeah. for me. <laughs> I, I got a job and I always did. I believed I, you know, I could do it. And I got yeah. the job. I was working at the NHS at the time. And I always remember I was on like a temporary contract and I remember saying, I need to think about what it is I want to do. I never knew what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I just kind of fell into jobs and I was always fine. I was always employed. I always had a good career and I always yeah. wor worked hard and worked my way up the, the corporate ladder, if you like. But I always remember him saying to me and it really stuck with me. And he said, why don't you get a job in insurance? Because everyone's going to need insurance throughout life. Yeah. And I thought, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if it, it's a career for some people and they're amazing at it, but I thought, I'm very much a people person. I always have been. I thought, working in insurance, and he had this phrase of saying, you just need enough money to get by. And I believed it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because they're, you know, I was younger. They're my role models at the end of the day. And I was around it. 
So if I went on my journey and <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, you just need enough money to get by. And that is all I did. And, and I, I always remember when I left Manchester and moved to London to work for an airline and I worked in first class as cabin crew. Yeah. And I saw, as they say, how the other half live. Yeah. And I thought, why can't I? Like, why is this not my life? And that is when I started to get curious. And I'm thinking, but if they can do it, what makes them so different? Mm -hmm. Because there's something that makes us different because we are, yeah. and it's the belief. That's all it is. Yeah, because it's many belief. of them would have started where we started. Yeah. None of them, well, some people, they are born into privilege and that's something. But yeah, most most people's stories, like the most successful people, the stories that you hear, any of them, like pick the most wealthy people in the world right yeah. now. I guarantee that the majority of them have got a story. They've got a journey where they started off maybe where money was tight and they never, that's again a really big thing that I hear a lot that, I don't want to go through my life. I don't want my future children to ever think, where's the next meal coming from? Mm. Can I have that or something? like? And it's, it, I think it's when it has that deeper meaning for you that it's like, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I really don't want that no. lifestyle. I don't want to think, oh, if I save up for the next year, I'll be able to go on that holiday that I want to go on. Or I, like, I always talk about holidays because that's yeah. what I love. Um, but like, or I can't buy that car that I want or whatever it is. Whereas, yeah, if you look at, these people and I guess for you like it would be so you were so close to it you were mm. standing right next to these people that were living the life you wanted to leave yeah. that to know that it's just like yeah we're both humans here we both started out in a fairly similar way what is different what have they done and how do I replicate it <laughs> and, and make yeah. it happen for myself and that's all I do especially with like that's why I surround myself in memberships in mentors in books because I only take advice now from people that I aspire to be. And that's not me dismissing anybody, like everyone's no. got their own opinion and entitled to that. But I choose what I want to receive, you know? When they talk about the horrendous thing that happened in 2020, about, you know, <laughs> pandemic. And a lot of businesses actually thrived in that period when we yeah. were told that it's going to be a crisis and it's going to be this. And we're still going through that. Yeah. Now, I've never been so abundant in all of my life right now in business, mm. you know, because I've chose to be open yeah. to receive. Yeah. And it's not about, for me, hand on heart, it's not about how much I've got in my bank account. It's about what impact I'm creating in this world and in this space and how I can help people. Money is just going to be a byproduct of that to help me. Because I always believe that if I've got more, I can give more. Yeah. I can do more. Mm -hmm. So I personally don't need a lot of money to live the life I want to yeah. live. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, when you... I don't, maybe you're similar, but like when I went from corporate job to this, then it was like, no, I actually sat down and was like, how much do I need to survive? Yeah. If And at that point, whereas before it was like, I'm working my way up the ladder, I want money, I want all of these things, I want effectively power. Whereas when I was doing that transition, it was like, no, if I just have enough to survive, just to get by, to have this beautiful home that is mine, to have food on the table, to be able to do the the basics in life, but to live a good life, and it's, it's never as much as you think. And it's like, if all I have is that £1,200 a month so I get by and I can have that that basic standard of living, that's just so much more valuable. Like what, like you say, and then you get to that point, it's like, well, if I've got anything over that, then you know what I can do with it? I can help other people out in whatever entity yeah. that is. Um, so I think that, yeah, totally agree. That's what I do with, obviously, like now when I'm investing, I invest the money that I earn for my business to serve my clients more. Because yeah. I, when I level up, my clients level up. Mm -hmm. And it's like that ripple effect of what you want to give to the world. And that is my view on it now. And it's like, 
I've got big goals, financial goals are attached to that because like I said, the more I have, the more I can give. Mm-hmm. So it's not about having all of this money and to keep it and be like, right, this is, you know, I've got this amount in my bank account. What What's that gonna do? Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, what's it gonna do? It's just numbers on a on a screen, Yeah. on our banking app. Mm-hmm. It's thinking about what does that money mean? What can it replicate? Like, what can you do with it? Mm. And that's, that's the kind of life that I wanna live. I wanna create impact with other women to help them feel that you don't have to come from a place of having nothing and still live a life of having nothing because it's the energy. You've got to change the energy. You've got to change your paradigm and you've got to change that belief system because there is no reason why you cannot have what other people have got when you look at their lifestyle. There's no reason. Mm -hmm. It might take a bit bit of time. It might take investing. You've got to come over hard things. It's not easy. This journey is not (laughs) easy. I say it all the time, growth is painful. Mm -hmm. But when you think about it, money, they say money's energy. When I heard that term, I was like, what (laughs) no it's not how is it energy now i get it because i've done the work i've done the energetic work and i truly truly believe it's a powerful source Mm -hmm. so when you think about it that's what you've got to do you've got to change your belief yeah and i think that realistically anyone who's listening to this podcast they are someone who believes that they're investing their time and energy into themselves and uh, i think that a lot of people they start in a victim mentality of this is the life I was given, this is the life I have to lead. Well, yeah, that's how it will go if you just admit that and you just Mm. take that on and you just embody that victim uh, mentality, which in my mind is like the most detrimental standpoint you can have because (laughs) you are blessed to be alive and you're having that standpoint and you're just giving up. You're You're seeing it that you're a lost cause absolutely fucking not yeah (laughs) show up (laughs) and do the work and make it make a difference in your life like literally it whenever I'm like um speaking with clients or with friends and then there's someone in particular that's had like a really big change in their life it's always the case of they're not rewriting the whatever is remaking the will whatever Mm. it is yeah they're not they're doing very basic things but they're doing it they're actually doing it they're not reading another book and not taking any actions from it like yeah you can read a million books but if you're just going to read it and just forget the information yeah yeah you have to absorb it you have to embody it you have to take those actions yeah then you will see the needle move but if you're just like and that's it everyone i see the people that are most successful and the quickest success is they are doing it you have to take the steps you have to do it whether and it's that self-awareness again like do you have a money block is there some limiting belief that you tell yourself money doesn't grow on trees like the one that we all know no prove it wrong prove it wrong and prove it wrong again and again and again and then laugh looking at how much money you've got in your bank account like what a beautiful thing to prove wrong (laughs) and i've had this um i had this fear for years of if i invest or spend i'm gonna run out of money Mm -hmm. and now i know like i've just made quite a big investment in my own personal mentorship I didn't think twice about handing that money over. I'm gonna be completely transparent here. I'm going part-time in January with my full-time job because I plan on leaving. That's gonna be my six month notice period. Me before in my head was thinking, right, I need to save as much money as possible because when I go part-time, my salary is gonna be chopped in half. It's just enough to pay the bills, but I need a bit, no. No, no I'm <laughs> giving out the wrong energy. Yeah. It's, it's building that trust with yourself. So the second I hand over this money and I'm like, right, I am all in. I am all in on me. I've got trust. I've got faith because I know this money is going to come back. Money's being printed every goddamn day. Yeah. It's the scarcity mindset that we have because of the, you know, what's on the media, what we see, the conversations that we're around. Yeah. I've really started to think about what I accept as my truth because we are 
humans, we absorb energy, we absorb other people's beliefs like we do. Yeah. And I've been around people where it's, you know, the economy's bad, we need to cut this, we need to sacrifice, that's another word I, again, believed, now I don't. And it's like, no, I don't, I'm choosing to reject that. And the thing is, the way I look at money now is money needs a place to flow to. So it's all about saying, right, I want, you know, I want to manifest 2,000 pounds, for example, right? Okay, great, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. Why do you want that? Why do you want it? Like money needs a place, energetically needs a place to flow to. So when you're clear on your vision and your end result, living off that end goal, what do you want it for? Yeah. Because it's not just going to sit in your bank account because what what are you going to do with it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And like that investment you made, it's an energetic exchange. Yeah. And that's why like with um, freebies that are often offered and stuff like that, that you often find that people show up less or they download it and then they never do anything with it or they get whatever the freebie is and then they don't do anything with it but when they actually have that energetic exchange which may be financial then they see the results because they are committed at a Mm. deeper level than they were before and yeah exactly what you're saying that like so I did something a couple of months ago because I was I kept fantasizing about like this bougie lifestyle I've said about five times (laughs) today but I'm ready for it um this like luxe life and all the things I want and then I was I had that awareness to be like but what am I going to do with that money and mm. then I wrote it all down I was like I'm gonna have this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna like invest more like money into my like appearance and stuff like that so I can be more confident and then what I found is that I've been able to tick off so many of those things in my current position I don't need to wait until I'm on 10k months no. to be able to yeah spoil myself like spoil spoil I feel like I'm falling out of love with that word because I'm not spoiling it's absolutely what I deserve and it's what everyone yes. deserves and it, it takes a while to get to that place though and again a lot of it comes down to self-worth it really does. And I love the fact that you said about that energetic exchange because that is what it is. When people pay, they pay attention. Yes. I know if I would have invested, no, if I hadn't invested a 4K figure into a mentorship, mm-hmm. I might not show up for them calls because it's free. Yes. Where's the value? When you pay, you pay attention because you've invested, you're all yeah. in. You want to get your money's worth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just having that trust and belief, 100%. Yeah. So are there any specific money blocks that you've had awareness of and like intentionally made your way through and like burst through those blocks? Uh, Yeah, 100%. So when I first started, again, I've related to business all the time because it was the biggest development journey that I've ever been on. Like I said, I've overcome a lot of personal things in life in terms of my childhood, past trauma, relationships. But business is a brand new kettle of fish. I've never done it before. Yeah. Didn't have a clue. It's so much more than I oh. ever anticipated. Yeah. I was like, set up a bit of a side thing. Yeah. No, it's honestly, but my goodness, like it's just, it's the most empowering thing that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And that is what has helped me step into that future version of who it is I want to be. But I always remember when I first started coaching, I I think I've said this before, but I didn't I didn't feel comfortable charging people. Yes. Oh. I didn't feel yeah. comfortable. And I was like, my mission is to help people but I just didn't feel comfortable charging them so my prices were (laughs) what (laughs) I charge honest to god what I charged for a three-month program coaches out there paid for a power hour yeah (laughs) (laughs) let that sink in and I used to sit there and my partner's very good with this and he's like Beck you have invested thousands in your education Mm. Call me a course junkie. I just love to learn, but I'm very good now at implementing stuff where before I was just absorbing, absorbing, absorbing. And I'm like, right, I need to take action on this now. And he said to me, you have invested a lot of money, like over 10 grand in in everything that I've studied. 
and you're charging how much? <laughs> and I'm like, in my head, I used to think, but people know this. Hmm. The information is out there. Yes. It really is. I did courses to make my me accreditable so I could be licensed to yeah. give this advice and help. Where now I'm like, I've come on so far in life and I'm proud of it. And it took me a long time to be proud of myself because again, that comes from the whole self-worth, self-belief. And I thought, no, I know I can help people. If people are all in, and I only really now tend to attract action takers, mm. at the very beginning, some of my clients dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah. But that was my energy that I was putting out because I didn't yeah. believe I was worthy. Right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's so a lot of it comes down to, it's not necessarily the money block, it's what's behind the money block that's stopping you yeah. and being your own block. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and when you get clear on that, that's like, oh, that's why. Yeah. So it's not to do with what I'm charging because there's people out there that are willing to pay and invest in that because I'm one of them, you're yeah, one of them. Yeah. We do that. Yeah. So why can I not accept it from others? So I got really clear on that. Mm. And when I was, like, again, doing the, the belief work, surround myself with the people of where, that they've done it. They've done the work and they're on the other side of it. They're, the, they're my kind yeah. of people. You know, I make sure I'm part of these memberships. I'm part of these communities. I have daily conversations with mm -hmm. you over voice notes, you know, yeah. surround yourself with those people and absorb their energy. And like you said, study their behavior. Mm -hmm. And that's all I did. And I did the work and I did it. And repetition rewires the brain. And you do it every single day. Even if it feels like what you're doing doesn't make any sense or you don't feel it. Yeah. Keep doing it. Yeah. Just honestly, just keep doing it because you'll get to the point and, we was having a chat before and I'm like, I can't believe that in just two months of when we first launched this podcast, yeah. where we both are in our own personal businesses right now. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it really, really is. And like my current money block that I'm trying to push through is that I always had, I, I was never from a lack perspective, but I was always kind of like, um, I'll be comfortable. Mm -hmm. I'll have what I need, I'll survive, and I'll have a bit extra to do the things I like to do and have nice things. But past that, just felt so unattainable, unattainable. And like, kind of still does. I'm still like, yeah, because we hear all these amounts chucked around, but then it is that case of like, if they've done it, I absolutely can too. And I know that, I know that in myself, but it's so hard when you're in it and amongst mm -hmm. it to push through that perspective of, like, it's just, to me, it's so like wishful thinking, like, these big numbers but I like you say I've paid it yeah I so I know many people that have I I truly believe in investing in yourself in outsourcing making your life easier to like yeah if there's something that I don't enjoy why do it there are people that yeah. actually enjoy doing that like mm -hmm. and then and that's it it's all small steps I'm taking all the small steps in the right direction but yes I've kind of gone through other blocks that I have in my life but I know that this is a big one for me this is one that has taken time to like yeah when will I truly feel comfortable with that, those numbers coming in? Like when will it, because I'm exactly the same. Yeah. I love what I do and I don't want to charge people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to charge people. Um, or, and this is actually something at the start of my business that was a really big one that I would go onto a call and I would look into a person beforehand. I'm like, they can't afford my rates or like, or I shouldn't be charging my full rates because like this, this and that. Mm -hmm. And they've got all of these other things. They've got a family or whatever it is. And then I'd get on a call and it's like, I've, built this picture of someone that I know nothing about and that's not their reality at all yeah <laughs> and then so I'm going in thinking that they can only afford this much what on earth do I know about this person that's just rocked up on a call why am I setting that projection of this is how much they can afford when that's not the case at all like yeah this is who I am this is what I offer I'm very good at what I do so I would charge 
yeah. like, exactly as I should. And I'm getting better with it. <laughs> yeah. And for me, I am someone that like, it comes with that confirmation, those results, then mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable charging the right prices. But that was a really big one for me as well. It's like, yeah. and then also like when I was younger, I was always like earning more than my friends or my cousins or something like that. So like I would, so all my friends went, well, several of my friends went to uni and I didn't. I was working and same as you, I've been working since I was really young. Um, so I would go and visit my friends in uni and I would pay for everything. I'd take them out, <laughs> I would do all of this stuff. And then I'd come back and I'm like, oh my God, I've just spent so much money. Because again, like, no, that's their life choice. That's their situation. Yeah. Why should I pay for someone else? Literally, why should I, like, I love to, again, treat people. I'm all about that. I love to give, but maybe give to myself <laughs> yeah. like I work hard so yeah have, like, have that return but yeah that was something I was problematic when I was younger for sure and I think with like when you said there it's a massive money block for you and about the mon- the figures and the numbers again the business is the number game in, mm. in that aspect yeah. of it I always try and detach myself from what the numbers are reflecting on my bank account and more focus on what impact am I giving? Yeah. Because money's going to be a byproduct of that. Mm -hmm. If you truly get rooted in your vision and your belief that you are good at what you do. Now we've got this, this, the way we think it's like, well, if I know it, everybody knows it and they don't. (laughs) And that's the thing. And that's why people pay you for your expertise. Like people say to me, sometimes I get on calls with them and they go, you just know so much about this stuff. And I'm like, really <laughs> you know and I do and I yeah. think but I I learn every day mm-hmm. every day morning yeah, before do. work I've got a book I'm doing a course I'm learning I'm absorbing it I'm taking the action because what I want to do is I want to absorb the stuff I apply it to my own life and then I share yes that's that very you. <laughs> that's in a nutshell yeah. what I do and if I'm not confident in my own results that's not going to come across well with my audience so I've got to think about what results am I getting what is my story what is my journey Mm. yes different things work for different people but you can relate to it you know yeah and I just think like the money is energy Mm -hmm. it is so where is my energy what frequency am I vibrating on right now like where am I but if you're not if you're at a low vibration especially around money you're looking at money the wrong way mm-hmm. think about the impact like look at what impact you want to give what what do you want your future client for example to say to you what do you want that testimonial to come back as yeah. you want to change lives like you do change lives in the work that you do you certainly change mine <laughs> completely like you've you've incredible you're the best VA that I know hence why I recommend yeah. your name is all over so again it's getting clear on your own personal value and I think it digs deeper it's not just about the finances yeah. and the money and what you can buy what does it mean? Like mm. deep down, what does it mean? And it is given that value. Yeah, and it's funny, looking back on my 10 years in the corporate world, that I was so, I don't know, I say I don't know where this confidence came from. I was also very good in that job. Um, but yeah, pay rises, promotion, I will stand up for myself like there's no tomorrow. So I would see in like my peers or new people that maybe a couple of years younger than me, I would yeah. like spend so much time with them like do you see how amazing you are you need to and unfortunately in the corporate world they're a business at the end of the day they want to get you as cheap as they can doing as much as they can but you gotta fight for yourself no one else is going to do it for you your managers as nice as they might be they're not going to stand there and try and get you a whatever pay rise like you've got mm. to stand up for yourself and you've I just think that's so important and, and I definitely that definitely stems from like self-worth self-value but go for it like you yeah. deserve and just think how much time and energy you give to these things and yet you're scared to ask for a bit of pay rise or you're scared to 
ask for like for example I had a sabbatical when I was younger and I know people that are too scared to go for that because they don't think they deserve it and it's just yeah work on your self-worth so that you can stand up for yourself in every scenario in life because yeah you do you spend your life in this Mm. whether it's your job your business whatever you spend all day every day doing it you deserve a lot out of it and I do think that many aspects of life and the world like yeah push us down like oh but you're just a number like we can replace you tomorrow blah 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 absolutely not like stand Mm -hmm. up for yourself you are a person you're only here for a certain amount of time if you're not being valued show them why they should value you or quite frankly go somewhere where they will value because they will like it's so bad for your psyche to constantly be told you're not good enough you're not good enough you're not good enough oh maybe next year next year like no Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's the accepting so that's when I say like you do have the choice but when you've got the awareness of that you've got the choice whether you accept that or you reject it Mm -hmm. and you just keep on going on your path regardless of what others are saying people can sometimes and I don't think they mean to do it deliberately but they can keep you playing small yes I'm an example (laughs) I've been around people that not intentionally have kept me small but their beliefs and the way they live their life you you become who you surround yourself with I'm a massive believer in that yeah so it's it's really thinking about your environment that you're in Mm -hmm. now sometimes you can't help but be in an environment you know I go to work every day I'm in this environment something I've massively been working on at the minute but it's about protecting my own energy And I've been doing a lot of Bob Proctor material, as you know, at the minute, and I'm absolutely finding it incredibly Mm. fascinating. I cannot wait to share (laughs) everything with my with my audience on this. But it's sit there and thinking when you hear these conversations happening about the economy or people haven't got enough money or all of these things, again, choose to reject it it's not in our in your personal economy mm. and in my head now when I overhear conversations or I'm even part of conversations I'll either change the subject on it mm. or in my mind I'm thinking not in my world yes and I say it over and over again not in my world when they're complaining about people people are this people are that not in my world because they're not yeah and it doesn't have to be confrontational like if you're you don't need to stand up against those people in that conversation like in these scenarios obviously there are scenarios where you should um but yeah just in your mind like that's it like it there's no, it doesn't add any value to my life to stand here and have like a bit of a tiff with mm. a family member or a friend because the, yeah they're slagging off a certain thing that I do not see in my world but just having that awareness to yourself and that knowing yeah. to yourself that that's not, not, not my reality not in my world exactly <laughs> and that is how to keep your vibration high because it was a question I was asking myself like how can I keep my vibration high when I'm in this transition mm. of going from a full-time employment to fully self-employed? It's a transition. I'm yeah. op- I will openly share it and talk about it because I do believe that I feel like I'm here to sometimes show people what is possible, but also show them the journey of it because I'm not perfect in any which way. I don't know how things are going to pan out or figure out, but I now I've got the belief and the trust. Yes. And the, just on the um, topic of like the finances as well of like investing when people don't want to invest or they think, oh, no, I need to save my money. You, you're already creating that belief that you're going to run out. Yes, It's coming from a place of lack because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I can't spend that because I'm not going to have enough. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always now, especially donating, I do love donating mm-hmm. because I think the more I have, the more I can give. And that's the impact. So again, going back to the impact yeah. that you're creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the the impact perspective because that is what feels most aligned. At the end of the day, I am my personality is I'm here to serve. Yeah. I am here like helping people, whether it's through mentoring or support yeah. or whatever. I love, I just love helping people. Like, and what a lovely thing to like be my passion and look, I can make a living out of it. Um, but yeah, so maybe stop 
thinking so much about the numbers on the screen and more just the impact had the people yeah. and that's it like something that um like impact perspective that I put on my stories like maybe even a year ago at this point and it was that case of whenever you're having that self-doubt and don't know if you're on the right journey going back and looking through like your testimonials or like when your friends told you how like helpful you are and how lovely you are as a friend and stuff like that sometimes you need those days where you need to just scroll through people telling you how good you are yeah <laughs> to, yeah. to, to <clears throat> remind yourself because we all have those dips in confidence and whatever and you know what 99% of people responded to that story saying they do exactly the same yeah look they're all very successful people like yeah. you've got to have those like techniques and those tools that when you do have a dip in whatever yeah. it is that you can get back to where you are yeah I call it the full stop method have you heard of me talk about this you mentioned someone mentioned it on the membership the other day and I was like I don't know all of it but I like the sound so and it, do you know what it comes from like the Mel Robbins when she's like the, fi the five second rule and she's like if you're in this negative mindset five four three two one or getting out of bed for you know in the morning and I was trying to think of a way that has really helped me like with the re because I do a lot of reframing in my um mm -hmm. in my coaching and it's a lot of changing the unconscious uh, so using the unconscious mind to change your belief systems and change the program and I thought, what tip and tool can I use to, because I always trial things on myself before I then share, you know? So I was like, what can I do? Because we all have these negative spirals. Ego, ego's a thing, yeah. you know? It comes out to play and we don't want it to play some days, you know? You gotta, <laughs> you gotta leave it at the door and crack on with your day. But I was like, what can I do when I'm having these moments? I do believe that if these thought patterns are coming up for a reason, it's like a child when, you know, trying to get the mum's attention it will shout mum, mum, mum over and over again until you answer. Yeah. That is what our thoughts are like. So if they're coming to like into your mind, it's coming to your mind over and over again because you need to address it. You've got to process it. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe in suppressing it because what you resist persists, right? So I always think, right, journal it out, get clear on where I'm at. If you're struggling with that, invest in a coach or someone that's been through a similar situation yeah. to talk it through. Then once you've done that, then start to do your own reprogramming and it's literally changing the belief. So come up with a new empowering belief, right? So you've, you've thought about what it is, you've got curious on why you're thinking that way. Okay, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it with this empowering belief, you know? Then put a full stop on it. There's no ifs, yeah. there's no buts. The end of conversation, mm -hmm. done. Go and do something different. That is how you reprogram the mind. Repetition, working through what is coming up, processing the past trauma, whatever it is, energy healing, and then put the full stop on with a new empowering belief. And you know what? It bloody <laughs> works. Like it's worked for me. It's worked for my clients and they love it. Yeah. Well, that was it on the membership. It was one of your clients quoting you and oh. the full stop <laughs> method. But instantly, and it, it intrigued me because I do love that. Like, because how many times do we, our mind run wild and then we think like, oh yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then your mind does it again. And I love that it's just as simple as that full stop. Nope. Yeah. That's it. That's the end. We move on. And I, I love that how definitive it is and yeah I think that that's something it was something that stayed with me yeah. and so I'm glad that you brought it up again it's okay <laughs> um so I feel like that's everything with regards to it's a big topic and clearly it's something that we're both really passionate about and have both like personally got lots yeah. of experience with and like with my example continue to to deal with um so again yeah any anyone in particular that has got a story they want to share then we love to hear it we love to hear what's worked for you as well because again we are an example of the fact that we've had two different journeys to this point and we're very open mm. to the fact that so will our listeners and we want to hear what's worked for them because like obviously we have guests on this podcast and if you've got someone in your life that has made a huge difference we want them on yeah. we want to <laughs> hear about it we want to 
expose as many people as possible to to do listeners. So while we're on the Money Mindset podcast episode, we have got an incredible, incredible guest <laughs> coming into our membership next month because we're going to be focusing on Money Mindset. Mm-hmm. If you haven't joined our membership, now is the time because <laughs> I guarantee this, it will change your life. When you come into this world, this work changes your life. So if you haven't joined us, come and join us. We're going to be talking all things Money Mindset in November. Exactly. And she will be joining us on the podcast as well. So you'll have a little teaser like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to get stuck in and you want to see real, real change, like we, for both of us, we have worked with her and she is sensational. She has changed both of our lives in business and personal. Um, then yeah, have a teaser on the podcast and then come and join us and get your hands dirty and just see how much can happen in a short period of time. Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode. If you want to find out more, then head to the show notes where you can find all of our socials linked. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing.